Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. All right, the official truck of the Out of Bounds Show is the Ram truck. You can find it at Mack Hike in Flowood, MacHikeFlowood.com. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. And joining us now is Chris Doring. SEC Network Analyst, All-American for the Florida Gators, a decade in the NFL. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. CD, thanks for your time, buddy. How are you? Uh, man, I'm good. I'm good. It's crazy to think about. We're already a quarter of the way through the season, man. It seemed like just yesterday we were kicking things off and previewing what we thought was going to happen this year. I know. I don't. I love it, but I don't like it But yeah. uh, because I don't want it to go too fast. Oh, no. uh, the game was too fast for Mississippi State uh, Saturday night, starting midway through the second quarter. Um, they jump out thirteen to zero, then get outscored by LSU thirty-one to three. I don't yeah. think LSU has a good team, but I think they have dudes and good players. They'll eventually become a good team. So I thought that was a missed opportunity for the Dogs. What did you see, CD? I did, too. I, I was very disappointed in the outcome from, one, you know, I've been high on Mississippi State, you know, all off season and what their chances were this year with the improvement of uh, that offense in the second half of the year, Will Rogers and the defense. I just felt like this was a perfect chance, as did Vegas, I guess, being a, being a, a, a favorite going into Tiger Stadium, which I'm sure hasn't happened a lot in the history of Mississippi State's program. But, you know, I thought they – they didn't do a very good job of finishing drives early on. Um, you know, I was disappointed with some of the, the fourth down decisions slash calls when they did go for it. I felt like they ran the same play three times. The first three times they went for it on fourth down, they made the first one and then got stuffed because the offensive line gave up way too much penetration and, and uh, the speed off the edges hurt them. But, you know, I, I thought – you know, we've got to give credit to LSU as well. Um, they had a great game plan, and um, – one of the things that went into that game plan was make sure to cover the back out of the backfield, making Will Rogers go through his progressions, holding the ball a little longer than he typically does. I think that's why you were able to see LSU get four sacks and, and pressure him seemingly all night. And then I thought they, they showed that athleticism. You talked about dudes running to the football, tackling soundly. You didn't see a whole lot of yards after the catch, which is typical of that Mississippi State air raid offense. And, and – uh, they, they finally were able to break through on offense in the second half. The defense did enough to keep Mississippi State within reeling in distance, and, and uh, they made some plays after 
the Austin Williams uh, moth there, which yeah. seemed to, to turn the tide. You know, I thought Matt House, the defensive coordinator at LSU, yep. made some adjustments either beginning or midway through the second quarter and did a fabulous job, by the way, and may have, you know, told them that they would run forever the next week. Whatever. Something happened there in the game, and Mississippi State couldn't answer. This has been the big debate in the state of Mississippi because I think Leach is brilliant. I think he revolutionized a lot of college football offenses and trickled up a little bit to the NFL or a lot. But, C.D., does does Leach have to modify the air? I mean, he's had some some really good games in the SEC. Does he have to modify the air raid? What are you seeing? Well, he had modified it. You know, that was the thing I went in bragging about on Friday night's show, the preview of, of what uh, I thought was going to happen in the LSU game was based upon what I had seen in, in the modification of the offense, the evolution, running the ball more. In the first two games of the year, they had run the ball an average of 11 times more uh, per game than they had the previous season, and it had netted them almost double the yards on the ground. So I, I thought that that was one of the things that they had, had uh, really evolved uh, to. And you saw it early. Who was that? It was Marks that scored the first, what, long touchdown, right? Yeah, Marks for 37. Yeah, I mean, that was, a, that was one terrible tackling and defending by LSU there and, and not making a ton of effort. But I just, um, you know, you, you saw – on those fourth down tries, they had confidence in the run game. In, in days past, they would have probably thrown a screen out to the wide receiver and seen if they could make somebody miss in space there. But they were confident enough to line up and, and think that they could move Miss, or LSU's defense off the line of scrimmage and credit that defensive front. Well, even without Mason Smith, uh, they did a really nice job of, of uh, creating penetration, uh, getting a push into the backfield, and, uh, and limiting some of what they were able to do. But I, you know, a lot of it just – was execution as well. They did not execute as well, and as as uh, it seemed like when they when Mississippi State's offense is moving well, it looks easy, and it did not look easy. Yeah. And credit some of that to, like you said, Matt House did had a great plan for him too. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to twenty five percent by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Chris Doring, SEC Network on the Yingling Lager guest line. Okay, I like Will Rogers a lot. You do too. But going forward... Does does Leach need a dual threat? Somebody can, that can at least hurt you with his legs in this league, considering the guys that the defensive have defenses have at every level. CD, I'm not ready. You talking about it at the quarterback spot? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready to to say that yet. I mean, I. We're just celebrating Leach being willing to run the ball a little bit more. Now all of a sudden we're going to ask him to put a whole new quarterback into his his uh, style of offense that he's been running forever. I I don't think that's going to happen. But you're seeing that in in not only I think the the most amazing part about it is it, it used to start what the NFL did trickled down into college and into high school football. Now it's the other way around. The, high, the, the, the days, remember in high school, like, let's put our best athlete at quarterback and, and make teams start to stop him, and that, that kind of moved into college. And now even in the NFL, you're seeing a much more 
uh, a higher trend of, of guys, you know, bringing those those dual threat quarterbacks in, folks that can run. I know Kyle Shanahan was questioned on on Sunday about you know running Trey Lance and what that led to, but you know, that that's just a common occurrence in football these days. So I I would probably agree that it would. It might help, but I don't know that it fits into what they do schematically and what the overall, you know, the the plan is offensively, which is, hey, let's get the ball to the quarterback's hand quickly and, and let, you know, those guys make plays in space after the catch. Okay. Uh, Ole Miss, Chris Storing on the Out of Bounds Show. O- Ole Miss is 3-0. and They hadn't really played anybody, but they've done what they're supposed to do. Yeah. So what's your takeaway on the team through three games? Well, my question for Ole Miss going into the year uh, was how do they obviously replace the production and leadership of Matt Corral? How do they replace Jeff Levy and uh, DJ Durkin as the coordinators? I mean, that, that, those were massive losses. I really thought that Mississippi, uh, Ole Miss was going to take a, a step back this year because of those things. And the ironic part is we've spent so much of the offseason talking about who the starting quarterback was going to be, and, and Lane Kiffin being unwilling to even use the word start, as he's talked about you know, guys going first, I don't think it matters. When you have that trio of running backs, uh, the way that they do and, and how explosive and interchangeable they are, let's not forget, like people think about Ole Miss's offense being this wide-open passing attack. They could throw the ball, but it's a run-first offense, and I think they have exactly what they need with uh, Zach Evans, Ulysses Bennett, and Quinshawn Judkins at the running back position, and you you factor that in to the defensive effort. Like, yeah, you know, I don't care who you play. You play another Power Five opponent on the road. Georgia Tech's not great in offense, but to shut them out, I thought was a, 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 a you know make, making a statement there. It was a, it was a, a great effort, regardless. And uh, I feel really good now about where this team is as they get ready for that October first matchup with uh, Kentucky coming to town.